Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys of Coppen Frackers. hosting duties now I'm gonna try and do Chris Harold Farley Proud and yeah let's go um I've got two guests with me um two two incredible guys one one, one of them you might some people might want to squeeze or might want to hey, get under people's skins but hey that's that's Anik for you Anik how you doing I'm good bro I'm good bro everyone wanted me outside so I'm here and no one's here <laughs> You're I'm here, here on them? the main pod everyone wanted me on the main pod I'm here so Let's talk Liverpool, bro. I'm ready. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. So, what, when, when Mike, when Fahi and Julian will call you late, where was you? Bro, I'm here. It's a main pod, man. I'm here. I'm ready to talk Liverpool, man. This is my right. team, bro. Let's go. All right, cool. And we've got, obviously, one of the OGs. One of my... Actually, one of the... Um, I think, more, like, more opinionated. One of the... I think, actually, favourites, actually. I think a lot of people like it when, when Glam is on. Um, Glam, yeah. right? That's good. That's good. Yeah, man. I'm always good, bro. I'm always good, man. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't know this was a showdown. I was calling out like, the guys and then certain man didn't turn up. Okay. So, yeah. Well, well done, Anik, on that one, mate. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> you guys love it. You know how to wrap up a crowd proper, but, but yeah. Um, let, let's go on to it. I think this should be a fun pod. Um, I've obviously got some, some housekeeping bits, so um, quickly, I've got to obviously do some um, promo. So um, we obviously have the touchline fives. Um, so basically, it's a five-a-side um, team. So we got the cup end five-a-side teams. I think um, Tottenham have got one, Chelsea have got one, um, Arsenal. Arsenal. I said Arsenal already. Uh, Maynard have got one. 
Um, and we've got rest of the world as well. So if you want to play with us, you want to play with your favourite corporate members, you want to play with Anik, or even when you play against Anik, um, yeah, so join up, um, message our our Twitter account and we can get you joined into our five-a-side um, team. Um, it's in Shoreditch, um, it's every Sunday, so yeah, um, sign up for that. And obviously we've got our patron. Please, please sign up to our patron. Um, yeah, we do some fantastic content on there. Like, honestly, at least you'll sign up to three or four um, content every single week. Like, we have three or four pieces guaranteed. We also have post-match um, and post-match um, content. We have any other business. We have weekend previews. We have the Bantix podcast with me and Mike. There's so much, so much good um, content on there. So yeah, please sign up to that. And yeah, follow us on Twitter if you don't already do. Um, follow a like, subscribe YouTube channel, um, touch on YouTube channel. So yeah, a lot of big things coming up. So let's let's get into it. Um, good, so obviously, stuff. good stuff. Yeah, we played. Um, Nottingham Forest on Sunday. Um, so that was the quarter quarterfinal, I believe, um, at their ground. Kind of like a like a, like a, a game that it looked like it was um it looked like it would be easier on, on, on the on the surface, but quite it was actually gonna be a hard game because you know they beat Arsenal, they beat Leicester, so and they've been doing quite well. Um they got um, a new manager recently and they've been doing quite well. So um yeah, it was, it was looking like a kind of a tough game, maybe a banana slip, should I say. Um, but we managed to come through, we won one nil. Um, Kalam, I want to come to you. Obviously, the lineup. So I know you. There's a couple of fringe players that you like. I wanted to see. Were you happy with the lineup, or was you not happy? Um, I was kind of shocked at the, the, the lineup. To be honest with you, um, you know, I think I'm, I'm not sure why Van Dijk started. Didn't need him to start. Um, the front, the the midfield again. Yeah, um, we had Ox. Obviously, Ox in there. We have Fabinho and um, Henderson, was it? Is Henderson that started? Or was it... Um, uh, Keita. Keita, that's it. Navi, Ox and... Um, sure, yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, Van Dijk didn't need to start. But I understood, obviously, Gomez had to go right back. Milner wasn't available, so obviously he had to go right back. Um, and obviously, my boy Minamino, man. Like, I don't know what he has to do to get a start. Like, fair enough, he's not going to play in the Premier League or whatever, but his last game that he played, he banged two goals. Now, I'll be in the FA Cup, he also had a tremendous game. I don't know what he has to do to start. Too much of a nice guy. Sometimes nice guys come last in it, but I'm 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 not happy that he ain't getting no minutes, I'll be honest with you. Um, but in terms of the lineup, yeah, it was quite a strong lineup, considering. Um, Forrest, yeah, you're right. It was a tricky tie, because Forrest... <laughs> yeah, actually, Steve Cooper's got them playing actually expansive football, I can't lie. Yeah. Um, the, the yeah. I saw them in the last round as well. Um, you know, they 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 played good football. They got some good little players. Jed Spence on the right. He gets down, up and down. Like he's got he's got some. I mean, he's got he's got legs to burn. Um, you know, and even on the other side, the Johnson boy, he's um pretty decent as well. Yeah. Um, and they've obviously the Keenan Davis up front. I think it's a loan from Villa unless they sign him in permanent. But yeah, nice. he's got them. He's got them playing well. He's got them playing well. Um. So yeah, that was me on the lineup. To honestly, yeah, it was a bit of a shock at a few players, but I got it. Mm, yeah, um, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I do agree in that sense. I do think um, Minamino, obviously, he got us there with these two goals against Norwich, and obviously to beat out the lineup was, was kind of harsh. I, I do get that from that point of view. Um, but yeah, I think the lineup it was just about getting certain players minutes that you probably want to be involved at the end of the season. So probably likes of Gomez, likes of Elliot, likes of Firmino. I think we were just trying to get them up to speed. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. And it, you know what I'm saying, Glenn? Like, it was just more about getting up. To, I know there were some square pegs around holes, but it's more about getting up to them to speed type thing, isn't it? 
Yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, I get that. But I was in fact, I, I, I just don't think put even though you're getting led, putting Elliot in the front three wasn't gonna it, it didn't it, it, it didn't I didn't like it anyway, starting. But clearly by the game went on, he didn't enjoy it there. So Minamino would have been much more perfect to go in there. Um, you know what I mean? And he could have put him in the midfield and take out Kate. Kate has played quite a few games of recent, played the whole Africa's nation, so he's got rhythm. So I think that that's the only probably change that could have been happening. But yeah, I get obviously you know um, the other guys that you said they want rhythm to get minutes. But yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, and Alec, I'll come to you. I think so. That Elliot point is a quite interesting one. Um, it was kind of like a he wasn't really. While we did, I did control the game, and we had a lot of the ball, and we we're keeping it well. We didn't really create a lot of chances, and I felt like there wasn't much um, runners in this team. It was kind of a slow team. You know what I'm saying? Likes Firmino, Elliot. Um, not really very quick, quick players, you know what I'm saying? Jota, he's he's kind of quick, but he's not like blistering, you know what I'm saying, as well. So there wasn't really many um, runs in behind. Um, and it felt like everything was to feet. And how did you think that kind of first half was um, and the performance in general against Forrest? So it is what it is. Like, you give Klopp depth and you can see what happens. The FA Cup is a competition traditionally under Klopp. We don't go too far in. Now Klopp's got a bit of depth. We can have the team, which it was, littered, you know, with star players. So we had Alisson, Verge, Fab, Firmino, Jota starting, alongside some of the fringe players, Ox and Mikasa, etc. I think the way in which Klopp played it, though, was, to be honest with you, I wasn't, I was happy we had those names there, but I just didn't think there was any rhythm with the team, yeah. especially in the first half. Like Harvey Elliott on the right wing, I personally I didn't think that worked. Jota on the left didn't really work. Like it was good to have the personnel there, but I just think the positions that they were playing in wasn't quite right. Um, the first half, especially, you could tell they're up for it. You know, this is this is a team that's doing well in the championship. Um, I haven't watched them closely, obviously. I just checked the stats and see their third. So I'm assuming they're doing well. But you know. It was one of those, as you said, it was potential banana skin. Bobby Firmino's chance in the first half really, really annoyed me. I know, you don't like missed chances, so how much did that annoy you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bro, it was a missed, big chance missed. I was upset. So it it's one of those. It's like midway through the first half, you know, the crowd's up. You slip one-on-one. Bro, just bury it. And I think the commentator um, commentator said at the time, listen, just open up the, the goal for you. Don't head straight on. And then you try to chip him, very, very frustrated with that because that could have immediately just changed the complexion of the game. Obviously, the second half materialised. You know, we made the subs. Then we started knocking on the door. They had chances. I did not get the reasoning behind a midfield of Hendo and Thiago at some point in the second half. Like, that was just no balance whatsoever. But you know what? Hey-ho, Peter. We got the job done. We move on to the next round. We've got City now. Let's just keep ticking, man. Um, we, we we had to go into the international break with a win, and that's exactly what we got. So yeah, I'm I, I can't complain. The performance was mm, so so. Yeah, I definitely I definitely think so. Obviously, when you're playing guys that haven't got a lot of minutes, um, the rhythm's not always going to be there, and especially you're playing players that are kind of out of position. Um, my problem with it was that, like, like Glam said, um, Elliot, he just hasn't got that. Um, well, if you're going to play him in the front three, the others have to have pace. So when you're really not playing, you're playing them a front three that all like the ball to feet and they don't want to kind of run it behind. Only George probably the only one that wants to run it behind. But um, yeah, I just felt like he kind of looked, he wasn't really in the game. 
And mm-hmm. I feel like Ox, Ox was buzzing around, don't get me wrong, but he was buzzing around and he wasn't really showing much quality. So I think he would have been better off in the front line kind of thing. So it would have been better off on the end of things and not trying to be involved in build-up too much. Um, but yeah, like like you said, we can't really complain. At this point in time of the season, it's really about just winning and getting the kind of um, points on board. Um, Glam, I want to come to you. That game, yeah, Diego Jota, everything is just bouncing off him like a trampoline. His touch is off. He can't really get past his players. Um, his link-up, oh my God, he's passing. Jesus Christ. Some of his passes, <laughs> my God. And then I say all of this just to say, just to say that he gets the winning goal. He pops up with a winning goal, you know what I'm saying? Great bit of movement from him, a good cross from Shimkas, and he scores. Like He's just a shooter, isn't he, at the end of the day? All this like build-up, it's not him, is it? <laughs> Yeah, no, obviously, uh, I think, obviously, let me apologise as well. I think my mic was a bit off um, the first stint round. Hopefully, this is better. But, um, yeah, no, yeah, Jota's, yeah, he's what he, he, he's, a, he's a goals man, isn't he? He's a goals man. And I'll be honest with you, not obviously, most Salah's play, link up play is better and he's touched, but this is the same vibe I get from Salah sometimes. Like, he might be out of a game, not playing well, and this is when I bitch and moan and people are like, oh, bro, he's Salah, he's Salah. No, 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 he's not playing well. But he will bang a goal. As soon as he bangs that goal, that whole bad performance, you forget about. And what I like about the Jota situation is that he bangs. Um, and, you know, we, we, we think to ourselves, he ain't playing well. He ain't playing well. But his contribution alone to the Liverpool team and Liverpool squad, when we've had big players out as well, has been massive. It's been massive. Um, you know, but there's games of aspect that he needs to work on. He's still 23, 24, I think. So he's still young. I didn't even realise he was still that young. Um, so he's got games aspect to work on. But listen, man, goals win games, isn't it? So if he ain't playing well and he's banging the goals, listen, I'm not going to complain too much. I, I think with, with Jota, just, just to follow that up, I, I like... <laughs> obviously, I like the fact that he scores. You know, you, you, you love the fact the guy can, can bag. But... I think what what he provides us different, especially through the middle, he like gives the center center central defenders a nightmare. Like he can take it past a center uh, a center back, unlike what Firmino does. Firmino, even in his prime, used to sort of come in and link up play, whereas Jota is happy to go beyond. And I think that's where his attributes lie. Although we did see him in the first half, and his touch was off, his link-up play, exactly as you said, was off. And it's like, oh, come on, man. Let's just, let's just get that link-up play sorted. And yeah, we, we, you know, you could, you could, you could be, you could be much more beneficial to this team. So mm-hmm. look, it is what it is. He grabbed the winning goal. He's yeah. a bags, man. We saw that even against Arsenal. It is what it is, man. Let's just keep stepping. You know what? My, my thing with the draw thing and like these kind of like um, forwards that we have, we have different forwards. So, and they have different profiles. So for different profiles, um, different games require different profiles. So, um, like, you know what I'm saying? For the Arsenal game, um, they couldn't hold it up. So Firmino comes on and he holds it up. And, you know what I'm saying, we score and we look much better. And then in the Forest game, we need a goal. We have a lot of the ball, but we can't get a goal. Jota pops up with a goal, you know what I'm saying? You have Mane, you can dribble, you can um, run up the ball, carry the ball, goal pass guys. You can also, you know what I'm saying, shoot as well. You have Diaz, who's probably the best ball carrier out of all of them at this point in time. And you have Salo's clinical, you know what I'm saying? So we have a lot of different profiles and you're able to kind of bring on different guys, you know what I'm saying? So different games when we need, you know what I'm saying, this strike or you need that forward, you need that right winger, you need that left winger, you know what I'm saying? We have so many different profiles and it's that kind of squad depth that we have. So, you know what I'm saying? With with Jota, like, he, he will be needed 
throughout the season in certain games. And I'm just happy to have a lot of forwards, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I'll talk the penalty decision, Glam. Did you think that was a penny on the Allison? No, but um, if it was my team, I would want it. But <laughs> um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a penny. I think Roy Keane was spot on in his his um his play out of the scenario. I just think if the guy put his leg more into Allison, it would have been a pen because he was playing for the penny. That's it. The gloves yeah. definitely touched, but it wasn't a penny. Um, it, the right decision was made. Um, and not, I mean, Skeeve Cooper didn't make too much of a fuss of it anyway. It's just one of them things, isn't it? If it was given, we would have said, yeah, cool. If it just wasn't given, so we move on, mate. Mm, for sure. I definitely think that um, he, Alisson, he kind of clenches his fist and he doesn't really... So once he knows that he can't get to the ball, he kind of pulls out and the striker drags his leg into Alisson. So for me, not a penalty, not a penalty at all. Um, the next point um, I kind of want to go on to, two kind of um, players around midfield that kind of, they obviously cause um, division and obviously some people are kind of um, of the mindset that we should keep them, some people are of the mindset that we should sell them. Um, so Kea and Ox, and I'll come to you. Simply this summer, what should we do with them? You know what I'm saying? I'll, the midfield is going to need a refresh this summer. You probably look at the likes of maybe Milner leaving, um the likes of um maybe Minamino leaving, um, you know what I'm saying? Ox might might leave, Kater might stay. You don't know who's gonna so what should we do with Ox and Kater? Alright, Nabi, bro, you have the number eight shirt. You've been here what we bought him it was agreed in 2017, he came in 2018. You've been here long enough. I, I'm I'm gonna be harsh. You ain't good enough, bro. Um, I need to see more from you. You ain't good enough. We kept saying it's going to be a season. It's going to be a season. Give him a run again. Who's Nabby? Yeah, Nabby. He just yeah, gets injured. Yeah. He's just, he's just not. He, he, he's just not. He's not tough enough for the league. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you. He keeps getting injured. I need to see a lot more from him. And to be honest with you, I don't even know if he's going to get an opportunity now. Um, I would but want him out in the summer. What, what are the people? What are the people that are saying that this has actually been a great? So someone like Yak would say this has been a quite a good season for him. He's been quite steady. He's filled that number eight role. When Thiago's not playing, he's coming. He's done well. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I just, I just you know what? He's okay. He's we, we remember the goal against Atletico. Remember the goal against I think it was Crystal Palace. Like yeah. he's had dotted performances, but then I haven't seen enough of him to make an impact in those big games. I keep I come back to Leicester. He came off the bench against Leicester after playing so well. I'm talking about the Leicester Premier League game after playing so well in the Carabao Cup. Um, what a few days earlier, he just didn't do anything in certain games. I just found that he's gone missing, and yeah, I just honestly, I need to see a lot more for him considering how much no, we paid for him. Considering he's collected hard. a number eight shirt, I think uh, I'm sorry, I need to see more you know, because I so I'll give you okay. The May United game, um, the 5 0 win, he does he gets injured, but he plays really, really well in that game, you know what I'm saying? Um, even the, the Caribou Cup final. He gives Kante a problem to think about. Um, you know what I'm saying? And there's there's a lot of games where I think he's played this season. He's, he's been decent. He hasn't done nothing special, but I feel like so the likes of Ox, the likes of sometimes Jones have played in that left sided eight position, and it's been absolute chaos. But that's never really happened when when Kate has played. I feel like especially to how injury prone Thiago is, um, like we need another left sided eight who's kind of more controlled and he can keep the ball and can retain the possession. And that's, that's not Ox's Ox's game, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, whilst KR hasn't fulfilled his potential, and he definitely hasn't 
didn't actually fulfill Gerald's number eight. Um, I think he does have a place in the squad, especially with Thiago being injured so much. What, what do you think, Lam? Who, Nabi? Yeah. You sound better. Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry about that technical difficulties, people. I hope you got my, my first two points. If you didn't, mail over the fracas, yeah, and I'll get my point over again. But yeah, anyway, back to Nabi. Listen, he ain't got a place in the squad no more. I'll, I'll be honest to you. He, no, I'll be honest. I, I'm, I was a Nabi. I was a Nabi fan. I'll be honest, with you, but I'm tired now, guys. I'm tired. I'm tired, man. Like you know, like you, you, you got someone misbehaving or you're in work environment and they keep annoying you and you're tired. I'm tired. The guys had numerous opportunities. And what's annoying about it? He goes away to the African Nations. Yeah, he's played every single game. I think he's played every minute. I'm sure of it. I didn't see no issues or complications. And then he comes back to us. You find him, you get a bit of glimpse of rhythm. Then he's then he comes out of the team. Then he might be injured. I just think he has got quality. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes um, you need to have hard work as well. And I just don't think he, he's in it. I don't think he's in it. He's not built for the Premier League probably. Um, and yeah, no, I'm with, I'm with Annie. Top quality player. And I'm not saying let him go because he's not good enough. He hasn't done enough for me. And that's my point with him. I, I, I don't, we need to sell. I think we should sell now. I'll be honest with you. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I think with the, so the cater thing, I think that we can definitely get an upgrade on him for sure. Um, and we can definitely get someone who's probably more available. Um, but it's just that there's a lot of players we need to sell as well. So whilst I would sell him, I don't think he's not as high on my list, but anyway, let, let's, 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 let's move on to Ox, the Ox. Um, what do you guys do on Ox? Glam, I come to you. Yeah, I'll be honest. Let me let me on it, please, because Ox is my guy. I'll be honest. Ox is my guy. <laughs> Why but, are you that already? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 listen, no. Ox is my guy. Like, I, I do like Ox, and you know what? But he hasn't been the same since that injury at Man City when he when he started to fly. Remember, he started slow, started very slow, and then people questioned him, and then he started flying. He started flying. He drives from midfield. He was quite with confidence. Since then, he hasn't been the same. He hasn't really got rhythm. He's got a few goals for us here and there. But I think he's got, after the season, he's got, what, 12 months left um, on his contract. I think, you know, it may be best. If Klopp ain't going to use him as well as much as he wants to. He was pissed off when he came off against Forrest, which I understand. I think he could have played the 90 minutes. I don't see why he couldn't play 90 minutes. He hasn't got international duty. So, um, you know, I know you're saying he weren't, do he weren't doing enough quality, but no one was really excelling anyway. Um, so he could have stayed on longer. So it must be frustrating for an established player. And it's good to see because most players at other clubs, I won't name their names, they're, they're getting crazy wages and they don't show that attitude when they come off the pitch. They just come off, they jog off, they're fine. He's obviously so frustrated, which is, which is a good thing. When I see Salah and all these people do this attitude, you don't like it. So when Ox is doing it, now no, no, like I think no. no, no. The thing is, no, when Salah, fair enough, Austin didn't come off and throw a water bottle on the bench, did he? Or show no. disrespect. You saw, you saw him muttering, but he didn't come yeah. off. He, he fist pumped, he fist, he fist pumped clock, clock fist pumped him back, and he walked off. He just showed a, a bit of um, dissatisfaction, which is fine. Not that strop, and uh, you keep going on, you still go, you cut, you down off the angry at himself. Angry at yourself for that shit performance. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, it's that bad. The thing is, what I'm saying, like, the thing is, when 60 minutes is not a lot of minutes, let's be honest with you, especially when you ain't played for four weeks. 
or even longer. I agree. And I just feel the play, uh, you know, things ain't going well. At least let him complete the game. He frustrated in it. And I think probably summer, he'll probably go maybe before Cater if we get a suitable buyer. Um, you know, but I just think he is one of my players, but I'm going to be realistic. He ain't playing enough. He should be playing enough. 28. So, yeah, he'll probably at the end of his Liverpool career, if I'm honest. Go out of the Champions League and the Premier League. Good stuff. When you say 28, I can't believe he's that old. That's, that's mental. Um, Anik, what, what, what would you do with the Ox? So, Ox, I think Ox was perfect for us um, during our, you know, surge to the top. I think it was great for our team in 17-18. Um, I personally think ever since we've reached the top, you know, the, the the team's beyond him now. I'll be honest with you. I think I, I, I think that the team is beyond him. The, the injury didn't help out. No, and I honestly not. think that the glaring problem in our squad at the moment is the midfield and getting a consistent two or three players that will get 30, 35 games and I don't know for whatever yeah. reason. Look, I'm, yeah. look, I'm I'm checking his I'm checking his injury history now. He's been available. Same with Naby the whole season. I don't no, know for, for whatever reason. Sorry, Naby's injured a couple of times this season. But Ox, to be fair to me, has actually been fit the whole season. Really, no, yeah, no, part, he, had COVID. Been fit. he had COVID. He had COVID, yeah. and he got an ankle injury against Brentford. But oh, I think he was out for like one or two games. But yeah, you're right. Majority of the season, he's been fit. Yeah. Both, like I said, they both haven't. Maybe they've just, you know, fallen out of favour, or Klopp don't trust them, or they just don't fit our, our what our midfield needs now. And yeah, look, man, he, he seemed upset. Look, he started the FA Cup game. That just goes to show where Klopp rates him. And then he brought him off early, and he was upset. Like I just personally think this this team is just beyond him now. I think it's probably yeah. time to go. Um, and honestly, I want, I, I do want, and I, I do want a refresh of the midfield. I'll be honest with you. In the summer, I think we need. Right, I think we need two or three players that could, that are robust, that can keep it ticking. I miss yeah. someone like Genie a lot. That could, that could just be dependent and reliable. Hey. And I know you're going to tell me, hey, hey look, <laughs> we're, we're, hey. I, I know Peter, you're here. I know you can turn around hey. and say, hey, look, I think we're anything. in full competitions, hey, but. Hey. I, I prefer not to speak. That's, that's what I'll say. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and pe- people yeah. can turn around and say, "Hey oh, ho, yeah. we're yeah, in four competitions." But at the end of the day, you look at the team, you look at the amount of players that we have, and you just see there's just not that consistency there in the midfield in terms of number of games they play. Like needs to be refreshed, especially moving forward because it is aging a bit as well. So yeah, I'd, I'd say we need a midfield refresh. And Glenn, what did you want to add to that? No, I agree. No, no, yeah, I see. Um, I see. I see your your sly reaction to um, the Ginny praise. And yeah, no, I echo that, man. I miss. I miss Ronaldo. I miss no, Ronaldo no, because. No, I mean, I think if if, if if Ronaldo's there, Ronaldo's part of the furniture. So it would be probably Fabinho, Ronaldo, and whoever else. That's what it would be. So that it'll be that consistency that Annette's talking about where we'll have, do you know what I mean, that 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 figure there most of the games and his availability. I just feel now you're right, we're 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 constantly chopping and changing. You know, Tiago Tiago's a brilliant player. We've got managing fitness, Fabinho's there, Cater in and out, managing fitness, whether he's in favour or not, Ox again, whether he's in favour or not, Elliot just come back, Henderson, captain, yeah, let's play him in this game, take him off. There's no, there's no sort of um, 
fixture in our midfield. So and it's right. That clearly says to us and to Klopp, he he's either mixing a bag or he's just not sure anyone's actually nailing off good enough to put nail down the thing. So we definitely change. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with you guys. And it's not even a thing where, like, obviously people know that um, I was kind of like an advocate for Genie when he was at Liverpool. But, like, I'm not saying Genie's, like, one of the best midfielders in the world or whatever. He's not. You know what I'm saying? We just miss his availability. It's not about his ability. It's about his availability and having him constantly yeah. in the side. And we miss just yeah. having a settled midfield. You know what I'm saying? Not all the time chopping and changing. Jones comes in. Elliot comes in. Uh, Tiago comes in. You know what I'm saying? Against the Inter, Inter Milan game, Elliot starts. It doesn't work out. They would bring on Henderson, we bring on um Kate and it changes the game. And then again, you know what I'm saying? Um against who against um Norwich, we change the midfield again, Henderson comes on, and then you know what I'm saying, like it's just constantly just swapping and changing against um Forrest again. We bring on Thiago, we bring on and yeah, it's just that chop and change is a bit too much. And especially people like Ox and stuff like that. Whilst Ox is a very good player, and I thought he can do a good job for people, um, for like a team like Leeds or Arsenal Villa. Yeah, we've gone past him, really, to be honest. Um, I think, especially in this midfield, you have to be able to control the ball and control the tempo and dictate the tempo and know when to make the right decisions. And I don't think he has that in his um, locker currently. I think he's more of a take risk and he's more of a like, maybe go forward. And we don't really need that in our... Um, so he hasn't got the quality for us to give him that kind of role in this team right now. So, um, yeah, I think he's someone that I definitely would um, get rid of. And... I do think we probably need a backup for Fabinho and we definitely need another left-sided eight. So, again, like Thiago, great, great player. When he you, played, you think so? Great. You think so? Yeah. Think, remember, so if, we get rid of, if we get rid of Ox, we have, so you've got Henderson, Jones, Thiago, Fabinho. That's four, yeah? Yeah. Um, I haven't mentioned Elliot yet. Um, and then you say you've got Naby and Ox. So you sell maybe one or two. You could bring in another midfielder. Milner, I think. I would say you get rid of Milner. Nabi, no, we can't I... include Milner, man. Milner, Milner's a bloody. You know, them players that can play anywhere. Like Milner's just anywhere. I, I can't have say, oh, he's our midfielder. I don't. I don't want to think of him as, oh, he's our go-to in any situation. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's just a reliable player in the squad that we can utilize. But he comes on a lot for someone who's just a reliable. Yeah, player. because Klopp frigging likes doing that all the time. Like, we're winning 5-0, bring on Milner. We're losing, bring on Milner. We're drawing, <laughs> bring on Milner. That is it. If it's, it's a thing, I don't know what it is, but it's just bring on Milner. Milner has to come on. Yeah. So so we can't be relying on thinking our oh, Milner's part of that centre midfield. I just think he's a part of a squad that he can play left back, right back, um, and in centre mid. That's how I see it. So we'll definitely need another top club. If we sign another midfielder, it has to be a midfielder that can go straight into the team. Has to be. I'm still saying Basuma. I'm still saying Basuma. I think he because I'm just going to be strong on this one. I think he has to be better than Chamberlain, better than Jones, but um, probably and so the level between Thiago and Ox, they have to be in between that. You know what I'm saying? So there shouldn't be a drop off when we play. When we Thiago doesn't play, there shouldn't be a massive drop off to when this move for the plays. So again, um, Basuma's a good option. Uh, Maybe the likes of like Tua, many Brevin Birch. Um, obviously, we won't, we won't get better than them, but like players like this, you know what I'm saying, that can just slot in. And yeah, I think, what do you think, man? Um, I haven't seen much of Graven Birch, I'll be honest with you. Um, I've sort of looked at bits of him in the uh, Antonio Holland a couple of seasons ago. 
I'm hearing about him, but I heard that he's linked with. I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know about him. But if you know, how old is he? What 20, 21? 20? Yeah, like 20, yeah. Yeah, no, we've got Jones and we've got um Elliot. I'm I'm happy with that sort of young batch talent. I'm 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 ready for a 24, 25-year-old nurtured mature. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That should um, have we lost glam? Yeah, we lost glam. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Well, anyway, we'll move just on. Just like Tiago, we lost glam. Just like Tiago. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh wait, glam's back now. Glam. So sorry. Glam, you're back. back. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. I don't know what I'm gonna be like. No, I was just saying. Obviously, you know, I need someone ready to come in. Ready to come in, man. Okay. Um. Yeah. Funny enough, we speak about this. I do think this is probably one of the better squads you've seen in terms of depth. So whilst we have a lot of players, um, some of them do get injured. But like again, like against Arsenal, you bring on Salah, you bring on Firmino, and you just change the game. Um, we've got people like Gomez not even getting minutes, Shimkas as well, um, and then like Elliot as well, probably not getting the minutes he wants. Curtis Jones, and these are, I think top top quality players. And like, I'll come to you. Is this like where does this rank in terms of squads you've seen for Liverpool? Um, is this the best ever squad you've seen in terms of depth and not in terms of first 11 because I don't think our first our first 11 probably like it switches and changes a lot but in terms of depth and having a range of players where would you where would you rank it? Definitely bro in, in all my time um, supporting Liverpool is, is probably the best squad depth that we have I mean look we're, we, we, we're on for the quad at the moment and it's you know late late March I'll say and that, that just goes to show the, the squad depth that we have and the thing with squad depth, it has like a domino effect. Like it means yeah. in certain games, you can switch players in, switch players out. You can get games won quicker. It allows you to recover and go for the next game. It's exactly how top teams operated back in the day when they were, you know, like Chelsea, you know, 2005 or whatever, when they were, you know, able to walk the league and then focus on, you know, uh, cup competitions as well. well I, think I think of the Man United team. Oh wait, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say that. I was going to say that, but yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't like mentioning Man United. Yeah. But I, I was going to say that it, <laughs> when you have when you have such squad depth, it just has a good. It gives you feel good fact in the dressing room that actually, you know what, all of us as a collective bunch can do a job and push a team on to success. It allows you to recover and you know go ahead for the next game. It allows you to get games done early so you can focus on the next game. It's 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 such a good feel-good factor. And yeah, bro, I, I think I think we've got amazing squad depth. And look, as soon as we got a bit of squad depth, we can battle for those domestic trophies. And 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 and, and look what it's done to us. Like we're we're knocking on the door for the league. We've got a favorable draw in the Champions League, which we're gonna touch on. And bro, I don't wanna say it, yeah, but man, could be on. It could be fun. We'll leave we'll leave her something this season for sure. Um yeah, it's, it's looking good at the moment. Um Glam, I'll come to you like that DS signing, it just feels like massive in terms of you getting someone in, and then now we don't have to rely on Flamingo being constantly fit. We 
you don't have to rely on money playing every game. You know what I'm saying? That forward line, it's, it's looking scary. Like, that, look, that looks like the best forward line in, in world football right now. Yeah, no, it's um, it's it's very good. And I think the options, the fact of the options, and obviously whoever comes in, we know we're going to play well enough to win a game. Um, it's good. You know, I think the right sort of players going missing or getting injured, that's not what we don't want. But, you know, if a Firmino or um, one of the players get injured, uh, the cover is, is, is magnificent. And it's funny to think of that because before we had Diaz, it just felt that we had no options. Now right. we brought in one player. It's like we've got loads of options in the front three. Do you I know what I mean? Like some Origi, Minamino. Origi can't even get a game. Do you know what I mean? Poor Origi can't even get a game. He can't even get a game in the, on, on, on the FA Cup, poor thing. Do you know what I mean? So this goes to show, man. Like everyone buzzing, so yeah, we're, as a panic, so we're going for the quad. Everyone's competing on all fronts. It's just good to have a squad like this and options. You know, quick. This, this is a quick. I'm um, sorry, Alex. It's a quick side note. Obviously, glam. I didn't show say this before, but um, obviously, we know you know Joe Gomez. That's your boy. How are you feeling about Joe Gomez and he's rolling the squad? Um. Well, mate, I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm not going to sit there and say, "Oh, he's getting hard done by." Yeah, I mean, pretty much when he was meant to play, he had COVID. Um, and Matic's been brilliant. You know, Konate's been good. So in that sense, I think even himself, he knows that. But, 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 as long as Liverpool understand, and I think Klopp does, we cannot be on in considering selling this guy. He's 23-24. Mm. On, 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 his, on, in form, he's England's best centre-back. So, you know, he's the future and he's got a future at Liverpool. I just think we just need to be careful in the fact that as long as we're giving him an, uh, enough game time and, you know, he understands why he's not playing, which I think he does, let's be honest with you, man. Like, everyone else has been playing well. I think he'd be all right, but he's not happy, obviously, because World Cup, he's not happy. But, you know, we need to make sure we keep a hold of that boy because he's, he's a talent. He is a talent. Yeah, definitely. Some good points there. Anik, Anik, quick one. Take or leave yeah. it. 40 million, Aston Villa, Joe Gomez in the summer. Take or leave it. Ah, uh, he's twenty four, man. I think we still get a bit more out of him, man. You can't can't take forty million from him. But what what I wanted to say, Peter, I really liked your point about the forwards. That's a really good point because we've got a potent forward line, but no, none of them are the same. They've all got their own individual characteristics, which which can benefit the team. You got Salah; he's a bag man. Mane is a pest for fullbacks, especially the right back. You got. Jota, who is also a pest, but is also a bagsman. You got Firmino, he's like slimy, like he just the ball like just sticks to his feet and he will just get a goal here or there. And you know, he can be a headache for centre backs, especially when he drops deep. And then you got Diaz, who literally like the no look passing and this, that, and the other, and looking to sit down defenders, you know, he's just excitable. So yeah, I, I just love the fact that our attack is now potent potent and they're just different in in their own way, which is so unpredictable for for defenses. I actually I actually really like it now. Yeah, for sure. But attack's still the problem, though. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, knew you were gonna say that. That don't know that obviously there's some agendas in the group chat. Um, that you know we're gonna have to do a Patreon piece on. But I will say that Enrico was kind of skeptical of the attack at the beginning of the season and. It's looked like it's come to kind of, you know, bite him in the... But, hey, hey. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but I will say that war tight defence, though. Hey. 
Yeah, that defense is looking good. That defense, Verge, isn't it? The return hey. of Verge and our defense now. Woo, looking what did very, they say? The very clock, solid. The clock is right. We'll say the clock is right like once every every twenty four hours or whatever. <laughs> the broken clock is, is right, everyone. So hey, maybe that might be you, Anik. Um, and so I just want to quickly, I'll quickly touch on the Arsenal game. We have to quickly crash it on on them small boys over in London, you know, as we do. Um, I think what we we beat them three out of four times this season. Um, how many goals we scored against them, Anik? You'll probably know that. Eight goals we've scored against them this year, Conceded and they nine. haven't scored once. Um, yeah, a quick two 0 victory over that glam. How happy was you with that victory? Yeah, of course, man. It's all about chasing now City and obviously making sure where they're fighting, you know. So, 100%, I'm happy with that. Obviously, performance-wise, yeah, it was a bit, you know, a bit hustle and bustle. Arsenal did have some chance. And Martinelli was obviously playing pretty well. He's a good outlet for them. But, yeah, as long as we got the win, the way form... Well, I'll be honest with you, Pete. I'll be honest with you, Yannick. Like, I'm not... I do care about performance, but right now, where we're chasing the title and chasing um, other competitions, I'm not really fussed about performance. I will moan at the time, but as long as we get the right results, I'm going to be quite easy on the guys, I'll be honest. Mm. That's, that's interesting to hear you say that, Clan, because sometimes it does feel like, obviously, when we talk about football, you kind of are invested at the moment, and obviously, you're quite emotional yeah. at the time about the performance, but obviously, are you saying that in hindsight that you don't really care sometimes? Yeah, no, no. For this, for this, for this, for this season, guys, for where I know we're, ch- we're 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 chasing all fronts. Yeah. I'm 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 good, mate. I just want to get the result. Even the Forest on um, Sunday, they were good. Some might say they were better than us. They might have more chance than us. But listen, that's football, isn't it? What I'm happy about is the fact that we're getting the results. That's all I care about. I think the City game v us will probably be an entertaining game as it was at Anfield. But a couple of the other um, games that fixtures that we play, we just need to get through them, get the points. Get the win if it's Champions League. Let's move on, man. Let's just get those trophies in the cabinet, mate. That's all I'm on. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with you. I think we're in four, four competitions. So, yeah, like you can't really expect every single game in those four competitions to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be some scrappy ones. There's going to be some, yeah. you know what I'm saying, mad performances where it's just about getting the, the win. Um, and then, and then I'll come to you. I think Chris, or Chris named last week's pod about, like, the most important 48 hours um, in, like, a Liverpool fan's... Um, life right now or time right now um so obviously he's talking about the kind of man city drawing against Crystal palace and then us beating arsenal how important was that week last week to you and obviously we're now one point behind city i think we're on 69 they're on 70 last week a very big week for us wasn't it yeah it was because obviously we had the game earlier on i forgot who we played before arsenal um we played brighton yeah we played brighton seems like long ago i'm stressed at the moment in life but yeah, look, we played against Brighton first game of the weekend and we got the points on the table. And then obviously that's when all the games are finished. It was Monday night. If you haven't tuned in already, tune into the weekend preview show. Me and Glam called it. We said yeah. Crystal Palace will leave with something in that game. And they did. So coming on to the Arsenal game, that was the one game everyone was talking. Oh, you've got a game in hand. You've got a game in hand. Yeah, make sure you win that. Make sure you win that. Hey ho, we went and we've done it. And if you were to ever describe a champion's performance, I'll describe that as it. Because first half, I think I think Madrid used to do this a while back. They used to like lull you into a false sense of security. Like Arsenal yeah. thought, oh shit, we can score here, we can score here, we can score here. But it seemed like we just had it under control, apart from that one back pass on Thiago, which was 
inexcusable. But yeah, aside from that, second half. They're killing me, Eric, mate. Second half, we come out. Oh, yeah, Thiago. Thiago gets the pass. No jump off. You stay right there. Bro, it's like it's funny because these little digs, yeah, they turn into agendas in the group chat. But yeah. So anyway, look, Jota scores. We get another goal, two 0 and then we just sort of game out. Like we, that was it. We got our noses in front. Liverpool are old; would have made it difficult for ourselves. But literally, bro, after we got the second goal, we stuck. We we we, we put the clutch down and we put the gear stick into neutral. We were calm. <laughs> nothing. It was just rolling down the hill. Also, didn't cause us any problem at all. They're like that annoying younger brother. Like they thought the Arsenal. Arsenal thought. They could play a role in where the title was going. They actually thought that. Like, that's the funniest thing about this. Like, I was <laughs> uber confident going into the game. I knew we were going to win. First half was so-so, but we got the job done. And honestly, they they didn't even land a punch on our second half. So, I'm calm. See, the main thing I loved about that kind of game was that we literally just turned it on for 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> we just said, okay, after the second half, uh, we'll turn on, maybe go into second gear or whatever. For 20 minutes, and we just killed off the game. Like, you just saw exactly. too much quality, and then boom, it was out of sight. So, obviously, Jota gets that goal. We bring off Firmino and Seller, and then for about 20 minutes, we just look so threatening. And obviously, we get the second goal great goal from Firmino, um, nice little touch, um, and quality from Robson. Robson was fantastic for the whole game. And then, like and it said, we just put the, the car into neutral and just kind of just saw out the game easy, you know what I'm saying? Didn't exert too much energy, control the ball, and didn't really let Arsenal get many chances. Um, Robertson, fantastic at that game. I can't like speak highly enough of him. Like best left back in the world. You saw it against like Saka. He's in the form of his life. Robertson absolutely nullifies him. Yeah. Uh, whilst Saka does do some good things, Robertson doesn't give him a sniff. You know what I'm saying? And then you saw Saka against Villa on the, on the weekend. He's back to his normal self again. Short, sure, quiet. Exactly. You're not playing Robertson. <laughs> but, but, but yeah. Um, so. Fabinho, Alisson, again, Alisson for that Odegaard chance. Odegaard should take, but again, Alisson makes himself big. 1v1, he saves it, quality from Alisson. Fabinho as well. Like, I think these are some of the underrated players in our squad that they don't get enough praise. Um, games like this, you see it. Like, Fabinho, whilst um, sometimes there's a lot of craziness going, going on around him. Like, I don't think Thiago had his best game. Henderson was doing what he does. Um, and Fabinho just holding it down, interceptions, you know what I'm saying? Not letting Lacazette get anything, not letting Odegaard get a sniff. Um, yeah, so Matip as well. Matip was brilliant. So, yeah, the team, again, um, not the best performance, but I still love the aspect of us just having enough quality just to see a team like Arsenal off, a good team like Arsenal off. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, quality from the boys. Is there anything else you want to touch on the Arsenal game? Just just quickly on that, it's just the depth thing. Like, we can bring on Bobby and Co from the bench, see the yeah. game out. Hold in the energy, keep the energy in, and let's go again. It's just... It's just great now that we've got some depth. We can battle brilliantly on all four fronts. It's great. Well, three fronts that are left. Yeah, something like um, And obviously, we can't not touch on the Champions League quarterfinal um, draw. Um, I was actually kind of a little bit worried before this because we don't really get a lot of luck when it comes to draws. Um, this season, it looks like our kind of tide is kind of changing. But normally, we do have to kind of go the hard way. You know what I'm saying? Last time... Um, and we won the Champions League. We're facing the likes of Barcelona. We're facing um, who? Sorry, I, my mind's gone blank. But yeah, we're facing a lot of hard teams. Atletico, Bayern um, Munich, 
Yeah, Bayern Munich. Sorry, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Atletico. So, yeah. And then we draw bloody um, Benfica. Our all team. <laughs> <laughs> we draw Benfica. Um, respect to Benfica. Um, any Benfica fans um, are kind of listening to this. Respect to you guys. But obviously, you'll know that you're not um, probably the most highly rated in that draw. So, um, drawing Benfica, I think, was that a perfect draw? Yeah, man. Yeah, go on. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a perfect draw. Obviously, it got split into two sides. So, the winner of Benfica-Liverpool plays either Bayern Munich or Villarreal. Bro, I'm so happy we're on this side of the drawing. Those other fucking four teams can battle it out and scrap it out as much as they want because, yeah, look, more than likely we're going to progress to the semi-final and, yeah, bring on Bayern, bro. Bring on Bayern. And before we know it, it could be in the final. So, yeah, yeah see, so, so, so let, happy let on this side of the over there, yeah. let Sorry? Them let them tussle over that side. <laughs> yeah, let them tussle over that side and let's see how uh, Leroy Sane does up against Trent in the semi-final. His role's changed now, man. You ain't been watching Nagels, man, eh? <laughs> but, um, Glam, so how big was it of us avoiding the English teams? I'm not saying, obviously, we wouldn't win against yeah. them, but probably having the fixture pile up against the English teams probably wasn't best for us, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't like that. I don't like seeing where, for instance, we play an English team. I mean, one, like, remember, imagine we played City in the Champions League, City in the league, and then City in a bloody FA Cup. It becomes yeah, you wanted that, that little sicko. Why you wanted that? Yeah, no, nah, that's too draining, man. Too draining. That, what, man. what it is, you're, you're, you're bound to probably lose one of them in it. So, yeah, you know I mean, so it's, 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 I don't like that. But um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's, it's not a dangerous draw, but it's a draw where we need to make be mindful that obviously, yeah, we're playing Benfica as a kind of draw, but we just need to be professional and yeah. make sure we just get the job done, isn't it? Because yeah, it's a nice draw, um, but you know. I don't want no silly banana skins. I really don't. So, um, but yeah, I think we'd be fine. I haven't seen much of Benfica, but if they got to this stage, then you've got to just cater in the respects in it to get in this far. Mm. So, yeah, but happy with the draw, obviously. Out of the teams in there, you want one of those teams, don't you? Man, that sounds straight from Klopp's playbook. You've been, you've been, you've been talking to Klopp recently, yeah? That, that game by game. Oh, man, I'll be <laughs> no, no way, man. If I, talk, if I talk to Klopp, man, listen, you let me ban from... Any Liverpool games ever, mate. I've got some things to face with, man. He, he, he only just delivered your bloody first hat on about 30 years, mate. But yeah, go on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm not even like you. Thank you, innit? I appreciate and I respect the job he's doing, but, you know, anyway, that's another story, anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Hey. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that Champions League draw, it's looking, it's looking like something's happening. I don't know. I just, I just feel it. Something's happening. But, hey, um... And we had the we had the FA Cup final semi final draw on Saturday. That was before the Forest game, and this this I think this kind of sobered me up a little bit. I think that things were going too smoothly, and we drawed Man City. Obviously, that game's at Wembley. Um, I don't know, Man, Man City. I think it's just I think with me, my first initial thought was that like, okay, we've got Man City. Sorry, this can go either right. way. Wait a few. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Um, I think... Look, we we had to face City at some point, yeah? Um, If we're going to face them in any of the competitions, let's bring them on the FA Cup, man. Because, yeah, Champions League... I would... I I wouldn't mind playing them in the Champions League, but I'd just prefer to play them in the FA Cup. Yeah. Stay out of Wembley. Let's see what happens. Same. Same, same, same. No, um, yeah, might as well play an FA Cup. And obviously, and in in that sense, I think some of the boys that they're playing a Carling Cup final can play. 
you know, um, Gomez probably can uh, will play in that game as well. And we could look at some of the um, other players that ain't really um, starting as well. Um, Jones, I want to see Jones. As well. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Jones. I don't know. Plays one game and then he doesn't come on at all. Yeah, interesting one of Jones. I feel like Klopp's just yeah. trying them games here and there. I don't really like it, if I'm honest. Yeah, so I don't I'll, like it either. I prefer um, Jones to play a lot more games. Like games yeah. where you're probably seeing um, like the likes of Cater all the time. You're like, obviously, I, yeah. I get why you play them. They're more um, certified um, first teamers and they're older, but like, yeah. Jones are future. You know what I'm saying? So let's play him. I don't want him to be dissatisfied. Thing. I agree. I want to see him at Wembley as well. He was obviously we all saw his face when they was celebrating. So it'd be nice for them to get a run out. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's just yeah. I think it's it's one of them ones where it's just like um, you can't really avoid it. You know what I'm saying? I feel Man City are kind of intrinsically linked to our success. Um, it's, it's us or them. You know that type of thing. One one can't live like that Harry Potter quote. One one can't live while the other survives. You know what I'm saying? It's us or them. So. We can't keep avoiding them. We're in four competitions with them. You know what I'm saying? We're going to meet them sooner or later. So, yeah, bring them on type of thing. Um, and then just this kind of running. So, obviously, now we've got the international break. But after that, we know the games come thick and fast. We've got um, Norwich. Then we've got um, Benfica. No, we've not got Norwich. Sorry. We've got... Who have we got after the international break? It is... Uh, let me... Uh, it's Watford. 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 Yeah, it's Watford. So, we've got Watford. Then we've got Benfica. Um, but Man City, so there's, there's a lot of games. And how are you feeling about this running, Anik? Are you feeling pessimistic as usual? Or are you are you feeling optimistic um, about this I'm, running? I'm feeling I'm feeling optimistic because um, I told you guys about this defense. It's 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 a platform to build on when we have our attacks during the game. It's a solid base. Whenever who's your first choice? Is that, that Max or Konate? Who's your first choice? My my first choice is Konate and Virch, personally. Because it's just a matter of time before Matt gets injured, but regardless of that, I think I, I think our defense has been key, uh, especially Verge ever since the turn of the year. Like he's just gone into that, you know, elite mode that he has. Um, I don't yeah. think I don't think it took him too long since the ACL injury to get back to where he was, and he's just yeah. clearly showed that he's a mainstay now. He, he's, he's even playing the FA Cup games. Like we need players like him. He's our most important player. He's going to be key to this. And I think we said it last week that we need to make sure our 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 back five stays fit. Now, more than likely, we know that Matt Ipps is probably first choice centre-back. But we need to make sure all of those five are fit. Now, obviously, there's the question around Trent and, you know, is he actually injured? Will he be back for Watford? Will he be back for City? Look, that remains to be seen. But I think what's so key, so, so key to the running, bro, is keeping our defence fit. And as long as they're fit, then I am very, very confident. I've, do you know what? Yeah, our defence, like, I have to kind of give up to them because I didn't really think our defence was was it. I don't know. I felt like we kept um, giving away high-quality chances and giving away chances in games. But like, I think, what, they've got, like, 16 clean sheets in, in the Premier League this season. Like, that's that's phenomenal. Like, for Van Dijk to come back from his injury, I know people call him Van Delegate, people call him Van Dijk, Van Dijk, but... Like he's come back from his injury, got sixteen clean sheets in the Premier League. Like, I know it's not just down to him, but our defense is top quality. Um, and yeah, um, Glam, I'll come to you. How are you feeling about this running? So I know we've so we've got Watford, Benfica, yeah. Man City, Benfica, um, Man City again, United. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of games. Um, how are you feeling about this running? Are you feeling confident? Are you feeling um, 
Yeah, yeah, I'm confident in general, mate. I'm confident with Obviously, what I don't want is another Saturday um, noon kickoff for what Watford done to us three seasons ago. That complete surprise. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't want us lapsing at all. Um, but yeah, now I'm confident, man. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna come to the Etihad where we're still chasing them. I, I can't see us losing any games. Um, worst case scenario, drawing. But yeah, now I think they know what needs to be done. I'm glad, obviously, the rotating as well. We've got players to rotate in and out, keep everyone hungry and fresh, playing for your places. So yeah, now we'll, we'll run it down to the wire, man. I, I think City will slip up before that game. I really do. Uh, I think by the time we go to Etihad, we will be top. Fingers crossed. Really? Wow. Yeah, no, I do. I do. Or do you think they slip up against Wolves, maybe? Or yeah, I no, think it's I Burnley. They play Burnley away. Yeah, I think they'll drop more points because the pressure, isn't it? Come on, man. We're 13 points behind them, albeit we had two games in hand. But we've chased them down and they've been playing super football. Let's be honest. Another day, they, won't, they might have put Palace aside. Yeah, you know, right. same against the other games, but then there's nervousness in their gameplay. Clearly, they're getting too, too, too desperate. So mm-hmm. I think they'll drop points before we play them, and I think we'll be we'll be top. We'll come back to this. Mm, yeah, I definitely agree. With you. I think the thing about the Liverpool team is kind of reminiscent of like 1819 when we went on that run, 1920. Uh, the team just looks like it's like in this kind of mold where it's like it's like a machine, just picking up points, picking up points, picking up points. I think we won. So that's 14 of our 15 games, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and obviously one of them was the second leg in the Champions League, so, and it didn't really matter. So it just looks like the coach is picking up the points, and it feels like something's really happening with this team, and like, we'll definitely give you some trophies because they're definitely having the squad and the ability to kind of win games, never get as many games, it's good to see this season. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident, man. Um, let, let's see how it goes. So, yeah, um, again, thanks for joining us. It's been another episode of, of Copy and Practice. Um, and our, our plug of patrons, 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 patrons. We've actually got a piece on Brendan Rogers actually. Uh, that would be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, some people might try and defend them, but we might have to wait and see. So, um, yeah, um, <laughs> we've got a lot of um, content from us on Patreon. So, yeah, yeah. Later. Sports Social Podcast Network.